Hey friends, what's going on? You've entered the the bone zone. It's the bone zone 22, 23. 23? 23, yeah. 22 is last week. Oh yeah. Well, who knows? I mean, I guess you, you do. I have I'm, it popped- I'm pretty sure. You're right. I have it popped up like okay. <laughs> now I have it always in the background just in case. Um I'm I'm Champ Champenstein. I'm Heather Hadfield. And we're here back with another here we're here back. We're here back. We're here back to <laughs> talk about boners, bones, <laughs> comic books. Comic boners. <laughs> we're here to t- we are the comic boners. That's that's a new one i like that (laughs) uh i'm gonna stop there all right if you want (laughs) we have a fairly light week um i don't think we're gonna talk about killian murphy's dick this week so maybe maybe it will be (laughs) where this takes us we i might get a little loose lipped here i just watched (laughs) the quiet place part two the other night (laughs) I've seen it before, but I really like him in that movie, so I watched it again. I don't like the movies, because I think they're just poorly made, and they're a cheap ripoff of a book that I read. I'm not going to get into it, but he's great in that movie, so. Do you want me to go? (laughs) Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, go ahead and talk about some comic books. Okay. Let's not talk about movies we hate. Yeah. No, we're not going to do it. Okay. This is Frank Frazetta's Mothman. Um, this is issue number two. Uh, this is the one that oh, we discovered that the cover bees are no longer Frank Frazetta covers. So that's a huge bummer. Um, and I think I'm going to take it off my pole just for that alone. And and the story itself is just like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Mothman uh, lands in the town where there's like beefing between two families think of like the Hatfields and the McCoys that sort of thing um he talks and it's just very strange I don't really know how I feel about it like it's yeah after I read that first issue that's like exactly how I felt so it's like I don't I don't like the fact like it's weird that he's an alien but like we figured out before because it's based off the Rosetta art and it mm-hmm. makes sense that he's an alien but still as an alien why does he speak English yeah that's why the is he part. <laughs> um but that's the weirdest part for like the whole story but in this issue the weirdest part is he befriends the grandma from the first issue okay um and they get drunk together and the granddaughter okay. walks in and he gets startled and he tries to fly away and he lands he's in the ceiling <laughs> and she's like what what is going on and he's like well sorry i'm like a little inebriated and i didn't know that would happen so it's like <laughs> it's a little strange um i've definitely read worse stories about like cryptids and stuff but this uh like at least this is kind of entertaining because there are all these like other families and stuff in there and Mm -hmm. you're like what the fuck is the point like what are they doing so that's cool but it's just I don't I have a lot of mixed feelings on it and I don't know whether or not I'm going to continue reading it (laughs) that's that's fair that's fair so I would give it probably three out of ten three out of ten popcorns yeah and maybe like a giant coke 
I, we've never had a giant Coke factor in before. I don't know. Well, I'll let <laughs> the viewers decide what kind of rating that is. <laughs> uh, okay. I guess I, <laughs> I guess I will go next. I have, it's like my old man. Like I, I can see it. <laughs> I can see it just fine. <laughs> Uh, this is the X-Men Hellfire Gala. This is just the one shot that comes out every year. I tend to like at least enjoy the Hellfire Gala issues. Um, is it every year? I felt like it was like every six months. That's what it been... felt feels like, but <laughs> this is only the third one, so yeah, it's been like oh, every, dang. every year was... since like Hickman started. Right. Okay. Uh so yeah, this is just I don't know, like, if I want, I want to say spoilers and just, like, talk about this book and make people fast forward. So I'm gonna, yeah, spoilers go forward, like, five minutes. Uh, I'll give you a second. So, yeah, everybody, like, almost all the mutants die. <laughs> it's, it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, they start off the gala, they're doing the gala thing. Uh, and then there's like an ambush by Orcus and everybody. Yeah, everybody like lots of people die. It's so their relationship with Orcus is so weird because it's like every uh, now and then they'll have like a confrontation. And then like the next issue in whatever series it's in, it's just like, well, this is no longer a problem. And then this kind of shit happens every single time. <laughs> yeah, like... well, and and like Sinister's been working with them, which I think probably came in to play with like listens to Sinister stuff mm -hmm. more so. And I know Moira was a huge part of this. Um, but yeah, basically like Xavier, uh, Orcus, and uh, what's his name? Why can't I think of his name? This guy. Nimrod. Nim Nim oh, okay, Nimrod. I was like, just call him Orchid because I can't <laughs> think of what his name is either. Uh, like, they basically are like, you gotta call all the mutants through the uh, gates and you can never come back to this area. Basically, like, you gotta be gone to Krakoa or wherever. And it turns out that, like, basically that just vaporized all the mutants that went through the gates. Mm-hmm. And Moira stabs Jean Grey with some sort of, like, blade that has something in it. And Iceman melts because he's also, like, stabbed with some melting stuff. I think that would be a worse death than, like, 75% of the mutant deaths. Like, can you imagine being Iceman and just, like, slowly melting? Yeah, that'd be wild, right? That I would hate that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's just a lot happens and it's it's just like, okay, but like, I don't, why? Did they do the new lineup for X-Men? Yeah, but they all die. Like, they didn't all die, but like, <laughs> it was just kind of like worthless. Okay. It was cool because it was like Juggernaut was on the team. It was oh, like a okay. It was yeah, a really, I was going to ask who was on it. I, I can't remember. Um. And it was a lot of like newer. Let me see. Uh Talon, Sync, Prodigy, Cannonball, 
Frenzy, Dazzler, Jubilee, and Juggernaut. Uh, so that's the team. But like right after they announce it, Nimrod just like drops in and basically explodes, explodes them. Okay. So they didn't even have a chance to do anything X-Men. No, here's a, the page. Yeah, I wanted to read that because the art was really cool in it because it's several different artists, right? Yeah, it's a lot of different people. Um, and it looks it looks good. It's just I don't know, man. I don't, I don't I guess I don't it's hard care. to keep up with all of that stuff, especially because they do create like a new team and they make they make it like a huge thing every time. And it's like you would think that like one time, okay one time that makes sense why you wouldn't know something was going to happen but mm-hmm. if it happened a second time i'd be like this is a little suspicious <laughs> and then when they say like hey let's have a third hellfire gala i'd be like no do you not remember what happened the first two times <laughs> like something is up <laughs> yeah no it's it's definitely one of those things where yeah. and it also just feels weird to like murder all the mutants right after murdering the mutants like you kind of murdered all of them and since the sinister you murdered a fuck ton and axe mm-hmm. oh, yeah it's like come on come on just yeah it's not a true crime podcast it is an x-men story just give us like the, the mutant stories without all the murder just give them like yeah let them be heroes i guess let them beat up on stuff <laughs> yeah i guess they got bored with that it was just like too vanilla <laughs> <laughs> all right that's all i have to say about the hellfire gala now all right that's just yeah. all right are you ready i am i'm ready okay We've got Seasons Have Teeth. This is issue number four. This is the last issue. Uh, this is by Dan Waters and Sebastian Cabral. And Dan Jackson, does he do the... Letters? Col- colors, colors. Colors, okay, yeah. Um, um, This is Winter. Our photographer friend is uh, <laughs> kind of a dick. I do like that he was called out in this by like one person to his face and then the other person just like talking about it i mean called out you know what i mean yeah um yeah this was like a really good series like heather and i were talking earlier it just this issue does just kind of end very abruptly where you're just like the the even like the flow of the narrative just seems like it's like just yanked out from underneath you where you're just like okay but there's more there's like gotta be a couple more sentences somewhere in here yeah I I know it's like part of the story and the way that it's told but I would have liked to see how he got out of each situation you know because it everyone thought that he was dead every single time Mm -hmm. so like does he take the picture and like steal their soul like what happened <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it it does like you it gives you a lot of depth in a pretty short amount of time but also just like does leave you wanting like quite a bit mm-hmm. and it was a really good story I did I truly enjoyed it um especially like for only being four issues it was very interesting I like that each one was like a different season Mm -hmm. and you got like this whole backstory with this guy and like how he's just not a very good person (laughs) yeah kind of just like full of himself Mm -hmm. but I mean he made it made it work 
he did his whole magnum opus here which yeah. was supposed to be his wife dying but apparently it's just taking pictures of seasons <laughs> that's fine that's so why he can try for nothing so he can try and kill himself basically just like i did like the whole monsterfication of each of the seasons like they all look so cool. cool and just like the different things they like really did was mm-hmm. interesting in different ways yeah no, it was like, like I said, it was good. It's just like I did, it did leave me wanting like more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now I don't want more because, you know, it's done. It's done. Yeah. We we got what we needed from it. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. if each issue was just like a little bit more, it would have been cool. But yeah, it's a Dan Waters story. So it was entertaining at least. Yeah, for sure. All right. I'm going to talk about this for about two seconds because there's really nothing to say about it uh this is poison ivy uncovered number one (laughs) uh this is the variant it's a dan mora cover that was really the only reason i picked it up but it literally just like the joker uncovered one it's just all of the variants well not all of them but it's like a lot of the variants from the poison ivy series um yeah that's it. I just, I really like the covers for a lot of them that were in here. So that's another reason I picked it up. So just a cute little book. Flipping through, looking at pretty pictures of Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. If you get real horny. <laughs> uh, Maybe don't pick that up. <laughs> I suppose we're called the comic book bone zone, so... Comic boners, come on. <laughs> or the comic boners, we're letting you know. Uh okay, so then I have <laughs> just gonna move right on. Uh I have Newburn. This is issue number nine. This is back after, I don't know, I think probably like a year. Yeah, it's been a while. Um so last lots of stuff happened in the last story arc, but the person who has been working with Newburn killed a mob boss's son in the past and she and just one other cop knew about it and he ran into some money troubles and like got a I think got a loan from a mob and then couldn't pay it back yeah you know how you know how those things go uh and was basically gonna throw her under the bus what you know to save himself and stuff happens and then this is this picks up picks up afterwards okay uh yeah i like i really i remember like really enjoying this but it is one of those things where yeah trying to remember what happened was took a minute but she does kind of just like re she just like reiterates basically like that last the last issue so that helped quite a bit um yeah i mean I, I do feel like I should go back and reread those issues because it's just kind of like still picking it up blind and being like, I remember bits, but I don't remember the last issue 100%. Right. No, and that's how it was for me too. And I could not remember like where I put those books because I was going to read them again because I knew that it was coming back yeah but I don't know where I put them so I couldn't even like reread them so that was you know a classic mistake (laughs) it 
truly though like i wish i could tell you the amount of comics i have literally done the same thing with where i'm just like yeah i'm gonna read that reread this because it's coming back and then it's like six months later and i'm like oh no yeah it was really frustrating because i remember specifically going down into my basement going through the boxes and like pulling them off the shelf and like burrowing into the little area where my comics are and pulling them out and being like cool I got him and then like just I blacked out I have no idea where I put them so I like went back down there again to like look in the boxes thinking like maybe I just put them back no they're gone (laughs) they're MIA I have no idea where they are (laughs) Uh, amazing um so yeah it's a book by our, our boy Chip and Jacob Phillips it's just a detective story kind of Newburn works for the mob and it's kind of a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just kind of does his own thing. He's like a, a PI, but <laughs> yeah, for people who will pay him. <laughs> yeah. So it's a, it's a good book. It's just like one of those things where you, you are reading a book about somebody you like kind of like, but don't really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do remember that about him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready for the next boy? Yes. Uh, so this is World Tree. This is issue number four. Heather did not read this. Um, and she took it off her pull, so. Yeah, but so Shane's is... going to be the only one talking about it for now. But um, yeah, I just didn't get number three. And so I, I yeah, and lost. <laughs> Yeah, because all of our threes came in damaged and then we never got replacements for them, which is classic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always issue number three for series like that, too. Because I can't tell you how many series I'm missing number three for because we just never got replacements in. Uh, but yeah, this is just the de- demon internet. Uh, you learn some secrets about uh, Gabriel. Gabriel, I think. Yeah, that's I think he has a last name, but the blonde, the blonde haired man, you learn some secrets about his family. They try to get the evil internet out of the girl from the beginning of the story. Uh, There's one thing to be said about this book. The art is really good. Yeah, that is. I mean, it looks. I say it looks so good. and the colors are really good like and it is like well written i will give it that like Mm -hmm. i might not enjoy the story itself because i don't i don't know i've got my feelings on it for sure but it is it is well written and well put together so there's that like when i read it i i don't like it yeah it looks sick as hell it looks so it looks so good yeah that was the thing when I was reading it I was like yeah this is a well like well crafted book I get why people like it I don't enjoy it but I don't hate reading it like it's mm-hmm. not like I hate reading it it's just I need to get to the end of the story arc and then be done done with it right. or, or maybe it'll just like finally you know pull me in in the end where I'm just like yeah you've been sucked in by world tree <laughs> <laughs> exactly the evil just like, net got you. <laughs> I was just just like the internet wants me to. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's how Y2K started. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What if what if that is the story? That'd be. 
I don't know. Maybe that would intrigue me. I would sign out <laughs> like <laughs> completely. I I think I would be done with comics at that point. Is <laughs> what happened. They boot up the undernet. It causes Y2K. Um, okay. I'm going to talk about this uh, Bone Orchard mythos book, Tenement. This is by Jeff Lemire and Andrea Sorrentino and Dave Stewart. And this is just about a bunch of people who live in an apartment complex, like on a on one floor. I think it's seven people, actually. Um, and they kind of get, like, pulled into, I guess, the bone orchard world. I thought you were going to say the bone zone. <laughs> they got pulled into the bone zone. <laughs> that would have been better, oh, right? Nice. Looks great. Like I said, this is probably the one I've liked the most so far. It's just one of those things where I feel like with all of these books, I'm just going to have no fucking clue what's going on. Yeah, I'm excited to see, like, because obviously I'm getting, like, the hardcovers and stuff for them. But Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see, like, how the story, like, weaves into each other, like, at the end of it. Mm -hmm. So... It is very interesting. And I am super excited to read that. I am kind of disappointed that I was like, yeah, I'm going to get all the hardcovers. I mean, it makes sense because I feel like these are like, you know, the last one would probably be better read altogether. This will probably Mm -hmm. be better read altogether. I just like, it's just been the best one so far because it's just been more intriguing. And I I like, I like the last one, the 10,000 Black Feathers. Yeah. It just got a little slow at the end is all like, it was just a weird ending. And I think it, like the way it was like interspersed, like the mm-hmm. story kind of like was good and bad, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, because I felt that like that at the very end of it, too. So mm-hmm. it was good, but I was just excited to see what else was going to happen. Okay, I guess I'm ready. Okay. So we have... I was like is that the right book yeah Uh, (laughs) this is Batman uh, the brave and the bold it's issue number three Uh, this is just basically what urban legends turned into just a bunch of short stories Um, we have the part three for the Stormwatch story and the Superman story and then we also have two new beginning stories I think I think the baseball one is just its own, right? Yeah. Yeah. The baseball one is definitely its own. I don't know. It does feel like the other one is kind of its own, but I guess we'll see. Okay. I can't, yeah. I couldn't really tell by the little logo. That's just. Yeah. I don't, that's why I kept getting confused when I was, okay. Yeah. The first one is just that. Thank God. Um, And then. I don't know. Does... I would assume that there might be another one. Yeah, it did feel really short. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, these, I am I mean, I still, I really like these stories. That's the one thing that I liked about Urban Legend, too, was just, like, all the different stories written by different people with different artists and stuff. It was fine. Mm-hmm. And you know what's funny is I read this first story, and it did not even register to me that it was Otto Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Until, yeah. And see, that's exactly, until just oh, now, yeah. it, I just looked at it and was like, oh, that That's sense. why I said thank God that that was the only one because I don't want to have to keep supporting that. <laughs> yeah, um, I I haven't caught up on that Stormwatch 
story yet, so I didn't read that. But I mean, I really liked the end. I still like the Superman story was great. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. The Stormwatch one was really good too. I really do enjoy that one. The art for it is just fantastic. I like <laughs> it. So just overall, these have been really solid mm-hmm. so far. I've just really bad. enjoyed them. Some Batman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <And> Batman. <laughs> Batman. Uh, okay, so then next we have Night Terror's Detective. This mm-hmm. is number one. There will be two of them. And I told you to get this because it was really it was really good. Yeah, and the artist, um, why can't I ne- not remember what series this artist did? For some reason, I thought it was the uh, the last the last god. Yeah. See, is that what it was called? See, I could not remember, but I recognized it obviously, and you can tell it has that same kind of like feeling. Although this one feels more like Hellraiser than it does like. Yes, I'm so glad to hear you say that because <laughs> yeah. when I was reading it, I was like, "Oh my god, this is like a real weird Hellraiser vibes to it." And I was like, yep. "I think that's why I liked it so much." Um, yeah, besides- that's why I liked it too because that guy, like, I don't—he's so good at making like actual scary looking monsters i would say yeah they're very like unsettling like that's why i was like very like shocked when i was reading this i was like because this might be like the scariest dc book i've ever read because i was like this is fucked up this is yeah no it's real fucked up it was incredible and i like the the horror version of like the 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 batman Mm -hmm. like the way that he like yeah it was just really really good i'm glad you told me to like pick this up because I was very pleased with it. Yeah. Uh, so it's this is by Dan Waters and then uh, Ricardo Federici, who does the art. And yeah, he did the art in the last. It's the last god. Okay, the last that god. is what it's called. Yep. Um, yeah, it was. I I think out of all of the Night Terror books, it's been my favorite so far. I didn't read. Did I tell you? <laughs> Uh, last week I read the Titans one, the Harley Quinn one, and the Action Comics one, and all of them were fairly en- fairly enjoyable. I think out of all of those, like the Action Comics was probably like my least favorite, but this was the best one overall. Like out of every single one I've read, I'm like yeah, I I definitely agree, and I've only uh, like read the Nightwing one. <laughs> But this I mean, one, I can, I can imagine, like, compared to this one, what the other ones kind of feel like, just based off of reading the Nightwing one as well. Like, this one was just, like, superior because it's a terror. It's a terror story. And this one, like, was terrifying. Yeah, it's like, if only all of them could be that scary, because that would be, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's just, like, yeah, oof. Yeah, very uncomfortable, but I loved it. I thought it, it was like grotesque. I love the monsters. Yeah, the monsters were good. Ugh, yeah, the design, like yeah, the other bat design, so good. The fact, like the way, like Gordon is like going about all of this is really intriguing. Yeah, just so good, such a good one. Um, that's all I got. I don't have anything else. That's all I got. Okay. So go to your local comic book shops and buy some comic books. Uh, go to your local libraries. Check out some books. There's so many books to choose from. Could also probably check out some like trades and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
take care of your friends, do good things. Heather, what do you got? Um, I don't know. Pay attention to strikes and shit and see how it like <laughs> would affect you, you know, or how you would affect them, that sort of thing. Just pay attention to the shit that's going on around the world. It matters. <laughs> you were not incorrect in that statement at all. Um, but yeah, so thanks for listening and we'll see you on the flippity flip. Bye. <laughs> Later. <laughs>